All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Hello again, and welcome to Primitive Screwheads Talk Horror. I'm Screwhead Dan. And I'm Screwhead Andrew. And we are here once again to dissect, dismember, and discuss horror movies. Uh, of course, it is Halloween season, October of 2022, and Andrew and I were discussing what we can do to kind of celebrate what's been going on in the horror world, what types of things can we go ahead and talk about. And for lack of a better name, we've decided to go ahead and do Reboot Ween. <laughs> That's right. Throughout uh, the month of October, we are going to go ahead and discuss all of the reboots that have either Actually, I think they've all recently come out, or will come out eventually. Uh, so today's movie is going to be the 2002 reboot of Jeepers Creepers, Jeepers Creepers Reborn. We also have Halloween Ends down the pipeline, as well as the new Hellraiser, which is currently coming out this Friday at the time of this recording. And then we also um, have a surprise for you at the very, very end as well of another reboot. Uh, we'll keep that one a mystery for right now, though. Anyway, Andrew, how the hell are you doing? I am doing great. Uh... You know, I, you know, like you said, it's, it's almost Halloween, or it's uh, you know, it's Halloween season, and I've been trying to watch horror movies as much as I can. Um, so, in addition to the movie for today, uh, not really a horror movie, but I watched Corpse Bride for the first time recently, uh, oh. which actually I didn't love, not gonna lie. So, uh, <laughs> um, but you know, it, it was it was fun to watch, um, and I, I started rewatching um, some of the Sleepboy Camp movies. So it's been a so it's been a start to a good season. Uh, how about yourself? Mm-hmm. Uh, good. Yeah, no, I've been doing the same thing, too. I've been kind of watching a few things. Um, I saw X uh, for the very Ooh. first time two nights ago. Have you seen that one yet? No, not yet. How was it? Um, I liked it. it. It definitely was one of those movies that didn't do much new, but it did the old very, very well. Um, I, I really liked the... Because it basically is a slasher movie. I liked the motivations of the slasher villains. And, of course, you know, most of the actors um, were fantastic in that movie as well. Uh, Jenna Ortega plays a um, pretty big role in that movie. Um, and I just, I really like the commentary kind of gave. So that was, we were talking about the burning in our last episode and how... I like to have my slasher movies with some sort of social commentary or just something that kind of differentiates it from the pack. And I feel X's view on um, it, it's set in the 70s and pornography plays a huge part in the plot. So I, it, it's kind of going into the purity of, you know, fundamentalism versus the liberation of 70s pornography and stuff like that. Um, hmm. But it was good. Um, the only knock I'd have against it is that during the porno scenes, there was not enough bush uh, for it to be relevant to the era. Everything Wait. was shaved. And I was just like, this is this is not realistic at all. Oh, I see. So, okay. So, so could use more bush, you're saying? That's... <laughs> um, actually... Uh... Uh, but no, I would recommend it, though. It, w- it was a pretty decent slasher. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that movie Pearl is a, is a prequel, right? Uh, correct, yes. And I believe they're doing one more as well, another sequel. Um, I actually, like, I enjoyed it, but I was just like, yeah, that was pretty well self-contained. I, I don't see myself being super interested in a sequel, but if word of mouth is good, yeah, sure, absolutely. I'll go for that, too. Okay. And can I, can I ask, not, not to spoil too much, is it a supernatural mm-hmm. element, or is it just like a, a, a deranged person element? Um, there are no super atru- uh, natural elements in this movie. Okay, perfect. Good, good, good. You know, I think, mm-hmm. especially after today's movie, I think I, you know, I want to go back to, uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, much, much better than Jeepers Creepers Reborn. How dare uh, definitely you? Definitely on that front. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, this 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 movie. Uh, we're, we're starting off where like uh, like Drake said, we're we're starting off on the bottom, and now we're we're, we're going up. We're now we're here, um, <laughs> and here we'll be hopefully at the. I, I don't know. I think Hellraiser is probably going to be the best movie out of all the ones we currently have planned, but we will see. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, ready to get into it? Yeah, yeah let's, let's hop right into it. All right, sounds good. Uh, this one was your suggestion. Um, so Jeepers Coopers Reborn, basically, from what I can tell from the background information, um, this is the fourth movie in the Jeepers Creepers franchise. Uh, the other ones were the first one, Jeepers Creepers 1, released in 2001, which, from what I understand, kind of has a reputation of being a little bit of a cult classic. Um, a lot of people like the villain, a lot of people like the setting um, on that front as well. Jeepers Creepers 2, I hear a lot of people think, oh, yeah, it's good. It's not as good as the original, but still it's a solid entry. And everyone who says, uh, who I've talked to says Jeepers Creepers 3 doesn't exist. It's it's terrible. It's awful. <laughs> um, but in terms of background information, this is the reboot uh, to the series as well. Um, do you know, like, the controversy behind the original two movies? Oh, well, actually, the original three. The, uh, the director... Uh, three? The, it was the same director for the for the first three. Uh yeah, ah. so the, the director, I keep blanking on his name. Um, Victor Salva. Yeah, so he uh, he was convicted of um, molestation of a, of a young boy, I believe, on a film called uh, Funhouse, was it? Was that was it Funhouse or Clownhouse? Correct. Clownhouse, Funhouse, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the boy was prepubescent. He was uh, 12 or 13 years old. And, and he did serve time, I believe. He served like 15 years, I believe. Um, yeah, he pleaded like guilty, served time, so... Um, but yeah, so I think that came out after the second movie. I think that's why when the third movie was coming out, there was a lot of, um, boycotting. I think it got a really limited release as a result. Um, uh, which, you know, a piece of shit. So, you know, fuck him. But, um, it's, it's a shame because I think like, like, like you mentioned, I think a lot of people really like the creeper really. I think the first movie is a really strong film. I, I, I consider it a classic. Um, so it's unfortunate, uh, that, you know, the director is a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> um, but this is the first movie of the four that is not is not he's not involved. I don't I don't know if yes, somebody he else sold the rights. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he did sell the rights. So this is the very first movie that is unaffiliated with him entirely. Um, like besides the transfer of money for selling the rights, he has not made a dime from this movie, which um, a lot of people were very excited for. They were just like, "Oh yes, finally I can watch this movie guilt free." Um, which yeah. you know I understand, you know, separating the art from the artist and everything like that. But I mean. Dude, no, that this has taken it too far. <laughs> yeah, but also he molested children. No, no. Yeah. And also, I don't, I don't know if you can watch this guilt free. I think uh, <laughs> you, you, you come out of the film pretty guilty. <laughs> um, but also, uh, apparently, this is actually supposed to be the beginning of a new trilogy. Um, I guess a, mm. a trilogy is planned. I don't. I highly doubt it will reach fruition, um, just based on the quality of this film. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And uh, how much it made in the box office and everything like that, too. So That, that being said, yeah. the, the budget was only $5 million, so the, the chance of them recouping uh, based on VOD uh, release, it's actually, they might do it, honestly. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very cheap budget. I think it's... Uh, I think it's it's the lowest. I think the first one was ten thousand. The second one was seventeen thousand. I don't know what the uh, third one was, but this one. But then, yeah, this one's five thousand or five five million. Million, sorry, ten million, mm-hmm. seventeen million, whatever the third one was, and this one's five million. Um, yeah. and, and if holy fuck, it shows. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, so and so, Dan, have you seen you've seen all the others? Um, no, I, I was going to tell you. Uh, I can honestly say this is the best Jeepers Creepers movie I've ever seen. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> 
Um, so that's a shame, actually. Dan, that is a yeah, that is a huge shame. So, Dan, I would I, okay. So, damn, okay, I don't want to spoil anything, I guess, but uh, well, I, I guess it's hard. I, I mean, I know the general concept behind it. I, I probably just think they're out of This is like a horror movie kind of black spot for me, or blind spot that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, horror movie blind spot for me. I just, I've never, I don't know, I think. I really didn't get into horror movies until the third movie came out. And by that time, like, people were... I I had more interest in more of the classics and that sort of thing. So this has always been a series I've never really been interested in. But I've heard very good things about the first two movies. And I am interested in seeing them nowadays, um, now that I've seen this one. So I, I might include that on my Halloween horror movie watch I, as well. I would highly suggest it. Like, the, the second one is more, is kind of like Aliens to Alien, where it's kind of more of an action-y, not action-y, but, you know, a little bit more going on, not really scary. Mm-hmm. But the first one is a generally scary, creepy, and, like, a fun movie. Like, I, I really enjoy it. Um, and I, mm-hmm. I, I will say, I think that this series, uh, maybe, maybe it's a good thing that it's, it is a sharp decline, like, it is a straight downhill uh, progression. So, like, one's, gr- <laughs> well, I really like one, two's pretty good. Three, I thought was the worst thing I've seen out of the franchise. Then this movie came out, and you're like, oh, never mind. Um, so, <laughs> um, though, actually, that okay. So, I'll have some questions for you because I did not know you hadn't seen this before. So, I feel like that yeah. will make mm-hmm. some of this. Oh, I intentionally yep, made that. Uh, uh, yeah, I intentionally did not tell you because I knew you were going to be like, what? What the fuck? Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, continue. So yeah. So um. All right. So oh, I, how do I approach this now? Okay. So, Dan, what did you think of Dreepers Creepers 4 <laughs> Reborn? Um, it was terrible. I kind of expected it to be terrible. Like, honestly, it's got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is insane, <laughs> with an audience score of 16%. Um, so I was expecting nothing from it. I honestly, like, based on my expectations, I liked it better than I thought it would. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still a terrible, terrible movie. But there were elements that kind of got me interested. Like, I did like the... Horror, whole horror movie convention sort of angle to it, um, even though it was stupid, but it was fun just to kind of look them around, and the main actress is just like, oh, wow, this is so big! <laughs> and I'm looking around, and it's just like, there's like 30 people here. This is not a convention. This is a gathering in the woods. Oh, yeah. And I've been to some like small anime and comic book conventions, too. I, I, I went up to No Brand Con, which is in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Um, there were like maybe a couple hundred people there entirely. It was like, we all just like went back and forth between the same five rooms over and over again <laughs> um but yeah that was funny i i did enjoy that um yeah the first half honestly i wasn't too upset about i it was just like okay this is a bad movie this is pretty terrible but i'm kind of having fun watching it just had how as how terrible it is um but the second half definitely once they got into the little cat and mouse game inside the haunted house i was just like okay this is pretty boring um and then the ending was just stupid enough to kind of bring me back on in. But yeah, I, I, I mean, and it was a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. I do feel there were entertaining moments in it. I think it's a great movie to kind of sit down and laugh at with your friends, just kind of fast forward through the third act. Um, that That's my opinion on it. Mm. Anyway, what about you? I, I, I was very disappointed. Like, but like you said, I, I actually start out kind of hopeful. I thought that there is a, that, you know, that beginning sequence they showed with the older couple. Um, I think that now it, it felt like there's a. If I, sorry, if if I understand correctly, that's a remake of the scene from the first movie, correct? Yeah. So in, in the context, okay. in the context of the movie, it is a reenactment of the events of the first movie. But the, but the first movie in this context is based off that those events that was being reenacted. So like, 
that was a reenactment of the true story of how this couple went missing. And then mm-hmm. in the canon of this universe, Creepers Creepers 1, 2, and 3 were based off that event. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the, so yeah, the, in the original movie, it's Justin Long, and I forget who the actress is, uh, brother and sister who encountered, who that, that's kind of, that scene starts off the movie, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and then in this movie, it, we see that scene, but an old couple, um, which I, I actually really liked that scene because it was a nice throwback, and I thought it was actually, you know, the the editing seemed pretty good. Um, again, I think it'll make more sense to you when you see the other one. You'll be like, oh, okay. Like, I get, like, it's, you know, it was the same, but slightly worse, but at the same time, you know, starting off the movie, so, you know, I had a little, gave a little, forgave it a little bit, but I, to me, that was the best part of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's another thing, too, I kind of want to touch on is that opening scene, it is so clear that the production value is just so much higher than the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, literally after that scene ends, it zooms on out, and it's kind of like you, the reveal is the main actor is being watching that scene on his phone, and then just, like, instantly, like, the movie's editing is better, the color palette is worse, uh, there's green screen everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's some of the most awful-looking green screen I've ever seen. Um it does seem like they kind of blew everything on there, or maybe they just had that pre-recorded for something else, and then they decided to go ahead and use it for this movie. But just the difference was shocking in terms of, okay, wow, this is this is awful. <laughs> well, in some of the reading I did, I guess, I guess part of this was filmed during COVID, so they kind of had two different shoots. So I was wondering uh, if, that, if that first half was maybe like, like so. Part of me was like, okay, maybe the first part was before was during COVID because there's just two people driving in a car. But then I'm like, oh, but it was so much better that maybe that was after COVID when people actually could do productions. I don't know. It was, it's, hard, it's hard to know what part was before and after. Um, but so so as somebody who isn't familiar with the franchise, well, first, can, do you want to give a recap of what, of what the movie was about in general? Like if you were to give your... Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so this is, once again, the fourth film in the Jeepers Creepers. Uh, like Andrew was saying, the canon of this movie is that... The events of the first three movies are kind of like a Sasquatch-style myth in this particular movie's universe in terms of uh, the main character is just like, oh, I believe in the Creeper. He's he's real. He's, he's absolutely real. And everyone's just like, no, not really. Um, anyway, he and his girlfriend, who he is planning on proposing to, uh, go to a horror movie convention in rural Louisiana um, and... They end up winning a prize to spend the night going through an escape, a creeper-themed escape room set in the original house of the creeper, something like that. I don't know. They don't explain it very well. No, they don't. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so the first half is basically them going on through, doing the horror movie convention, that sort of thing, uh, kind of like you know, dropping hints about the creepers. There's this whole weird cults um who the the cultist is the least believable cultist i've ever seen (laughs) in a movie ever um no no offense to the actors but she's awful like she is terrible terrible. it's so bad um um but the second half of the movie is basically the creeper is finally awake hunting them down through the house and it's this whole big cat and mouse game as they kind of go on through um but that's basically the premise of the movie so it's it's a pretty simple plot honestly all things considered um yeah, and, yeah, and so, uh, and so Dan, as somebody who hasn't seen this, this, the franchise before, what would you say the Creeper's deal is? Like, what 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 is the Creeper? What what is the what is what is his? 
what, what's his jam? What, what does he do? What is it? What is his deal? Okay. As a killer. So the movie did state he hunts for 23 days every 10 years. I believe it was that they mentioned on that front. And it seems like he likes to eat and repurpose body parts. Um, so when we first see him, he's kind of crawling out of a hole, looks a little bit malnourished. Um, and then he starts eating just wildlife around the um, forest, which seems to kind of replenish his energy and his strength. Uh, that is one thing I liked about it, which I'm assuming was in the original movie, is he basically repurposes body parts. Um, so there's one scene where, like, his hand gets shot, so he walks on over to a corpse and just rips the arm off and attaches that onto himself. Um, I think that's a pretty cool idea for a horror movie villain. Um, and then also, too, it seems like he is kind of like almost a predator style where he enjoys the hunt um, more than the actual kill itself. He doesn't just kill people willy-nilly for it. He kind of just sits down, stalks them, has some fun with it before he eventually devours and eats them. Um, there's some sort of crow association as well. Um, I don't know what that's about. And I guess he's some sort of demon that the cult has summoned. That's what I got. How far am I off? So, so, it, so it's every 23 years for 23 days. So, you know, you, you, got, you got a part of it. You see any feast. Um, yeah. And so in the movies, basically, the way we're introduced to him is that, yeah, like you said, he's, he's this demon creature. We never quite get an explanation for where he came from. The cult is new. The crow is new and not really explained at all. Uh, mm-hmm. That was never functioned before. Um, basically, he was just a dude, this creature went around who, like, like you said, basically um, took body parts from people. Like the, the, the lore we usually get is that he like senses something in people or like some, there's something about people and he determines something he wants from them. And then he basically stopped at nothing to pursue and get that body part from them, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that- yeah, and I did read online, some people were talking about that. Um, that's one of the reasons why he's such an effective horror movie villain, is that there's no escape from him. It's not like, you know, Michael or Jason, where you can close a door and then run away from him or something like that. It's like, even if you're with the police, you know, you're, you're he's still going to get to you if he still wants you. Yeah, exactly. He's really nowhere safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, I would never, like, I wouldn't like him like a predator in movies, but he does kind of, go- like... In the movies, he does kind of do that little goof around thing sometimes, like, you know, kind of act up a little bit. In this movie, it was really blatant and kind of dumb, I felt, thought. But, like, there are, mm-hmm. like, Freddy elements of toying, but more just, like, trying to unnerve people as he gets to them, essentially. Because um, I, I think they, 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 like, say that he kind of gets off on fear a little bit. He kind of, like, he can, like, taste it to a degree, like, endorphins are released. In the second movie, they may have mentioned that. I don't remember. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, 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 you, you, got, you got the gist of it. I, I was curious to see, like, yeah, what, what, what it looked like to you. Um, yeah, and, and some of it was too from Osmosis, just because like afterwards I started reading discussions on Reddit and horror movie boards about you know what their opinions on the Creeper was and why they hated this movie so much. And I remember one of the topics I read. This one guy was just like he went in bullet point. Here is why Cheapers Creepers Reborn is not authentic to the lore. Reason number one, it's this. Reason number two, it's this. <laughs> Reason number three, what the hell's with this crows? Reason number four, what's with all this cult shit? So I kind of got that through osmosis as well, but those are all things that I kind of got originally already just from watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, in the, in the third one, I add this new element where his car is like... Um, uh, somewhat sentient and like shoots out like poles and like kills people and like has all these traps I was curious about that yeah it's it's this crazy thing that they introduced in the third movie which wasn't in the other ones um but so it's either that the car is sentient and it has the ability to shapeshift or like i messaged you before um the creeper has to go in the dmv and fill out the necessary paperwork to get a vanity license plate for beating you <laughs> like oh, just him waiting in line sitting down there 
you have a driver's license, sir? Oh, did, did, uh, we need you to fill out the TPS report in column 4A. Did you get the license plate, plate joke? Or Beating you? Nope. Like, it could be... Oh, what is it? It's bee eating you. Oh, bee eating you. Ah, I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> That's clever. And like, Man, that, is that... Hundred of dollars well spent for that vanity license plate. It, it, it was great in the first movie, and I, I I'm here for it. And this movie just felt kind of like when the when the old man was like beating you, be eating you, beating you, beating you. Yeah, that was <laughs> a little bit much. I was like, shut the fuck up, man. Um, <laughs> that should have been the entire movie, just the old man sitting there talking about berating you, berating you, berating you, and then it just goes for thirty minutes and then credits roll. And they have a conversation <laughs> like, "Do you think that was a vanity license plate? You think the DMV just gave him that? What do you think? What do you think?" <laughs> uh, and actually, it does remind me, uh, I would, again, reason to watch the first one, too, is, like, the main characters are not idiots like they are in this movie. Um, they're actually, like, ah, I gotcha. it's, like, they're practical people. They're, like, you know, the hit him while he's down people. They're, they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. Uh, but, yeah. Um, so, I'm trying to think of how to go about this now, because I, I didn't know you, didn't, you hadn't seen it. Um, I did have mm-hmm. kind of a list of questions to ask you. Um, but first, uh, you know, part of our, our, our usual spiel, uh, what do you think about the acting in this movie? Oh, it's all terrible. Like, <laughs> everything is terrible. There is not a single... Uh, again, none affects, no offense to any of the actors or actresses in there. I'm sure you did the best with what you have been given. But, yeah, like, I can't think of a single actor. Um, standouts, definitely the cult lady. Uh, she was terrible. Like, that was a high school-level production. Terrible. Um, uh, yeah, so basically in this movie, uh, there are a couple scenes where the main characters interact with this cult lady, and of course it's, you know, standard, almost like Halloween 6 style cults where, you know, they're all draped in robes and they have a creepy witch style shop and everything like that, and I don't know, it, it seems like she's putting on a college production, uh, sort of thing in terms of how it's working, um, also the, uh, flannel guy, uh, who has a gun and, you know, is kind of really out to be the country boy who's kind of good at fighting and has guns and shit like that um he kept saying oh my sweet summer child over and over again and i was just like that's a weird characterization um it's a great line you gotta use as many times as you can yeah definitely uh main two characters the girl and the guy i don't remember their names nobody does it's okay uh, <laughs> lane and chase there we go i only know that because i have the imd po- wait the, girl, the main right girl's here. name is lane Lane, L A I N E, Lane. What the like, fuck? Okay. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I didn't know her name. I'm probably saying they were just saying a different word. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I didn't hate their acting. They were they were fine. They weren't terrible, but they weren't great either. They were they were they were not great. Um. Other than that, I can't really remember too many others. I mean, there's like the whole video production team. I don't remember anything about them, or they were they were just kind of there. Yeah, overall, just it was a very amateur production all around. What did, about you? Did you feel like the, the main two actors were hiding an accent? It felt to me like they, like, um, like maybe the American accent wasn't their normal accent, especially the girl. The girl, uh, I feel like a lot of times there were. Yeah, some... I was about to say the girl definitely was. Let me go ahead and check her. Sydney Craven as the actress. Ah, born in London, England. Yep, Bam, called you it, got it. Called it. As, the first, as soon as they started talking, I was like, this seems weird to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just looks felt... like it's mostly been English production she's been in. She was in EastEnders. Hmm. What's that? Uh, an English drama. Oh, oh. Do, you, do you love yeah. it? Is it your favorite drama? Um, it's, it's kind of like, 
It's about the everyday lives of the working class inhabitants of Albert Square, a traditional Victorian square of terrace houses surrounding a park in the east end of London's Welford Borough. Wow. Oh, yes. That, that, my fa- uh-huh. That's my favorite borough. Yeah, little, definitely. Little did you know. <laughs> um, uh-huh. <laughs> what, do you, what did you think about the main actress's chemistry slash did you think there was chemistry? Oh, no. There was, there was no <laughs> chemistry whatsoever. Uh-huh. Like, like I think she did a little bit better job in terms of that just because they had the – she was teasing him a lot of times. And I do think that one scene was really cute where she dressed up for him in all the different costumes, which, again, was just like, okay, there, there's no way – well – I was about to say there's no way anyone going to a horror movie convention would pre-plan that many costumes, but I, I, I've known people who like switch off costumes every single day, and we don't know how long this horror movie convention lasted. Um, oh yeah, no. But like you know, he has all of these costumes pre-sized to her proportions already on there. Um, yeah, well, that's that. The weird thing about it too is it seemed like like the way that they played it off was like she wasn't into this and didn't quite know what was going on. And he was like, you're coming with me. Like, it felt like they just kind of met each other and he was dragging her along to this thing. Uh, mm. Cause yeah, like the costumes, he's like, Hey, I brought these uh, cosplay for, I thought we could cosplay. And she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, I brought you these mm-hmm. like five costumes. Do you want to try them all on? And she's like, okay i i guess like it felt really kind of creepy the way that happened um and on top of that the fact that he didn't have a costume she's like what's your costume he's like it's my t-shirt yeah what's so you're wearing a t-shirt he's like yeah but it's this t-shirt and yeah i, I was kind of getting the i i kind of felt like that was the joke of you know oh the woman dresses up in like you know the really fancy dress and spends hours on her makeup and the guy just shows up in the ratty jeans and t-shirt um, which is one of my favorite rejectus articles, by the way. It's like five outfits to wear for your first dates, where he's just going to show up in a ratty out, uh, jeans and a t-shirt. Well, like, was, uh, I was, love that. Article. Was the shirt he was wearing was it like special at all? Like, I, I did It just looked like a t-shirt. I, I didn't... Yeah, I think so. I think it was like I don't know some horror movie convention. Like it was a limited run t-shirt or something like that. I don't think they fully stated, but that's kind of what I got out of it. Okay, because yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't understand. And do you think they, they got rights? Like. Do you think they needed rights? I guess they were all kind of knockoffs. Like even the the Harley Quinn costume was like purple hair, I think, instead of the red and blue. I guess so. It, maybe it was. Maybe they didn't need rights to that. Um, no, I don't think they needed rights because probably protected under parody law. So I don't think they would need it did, um, unless they like specifically, you know, where you know this is the Harley Quinn character. But no, it was pretty much yeah. We're dressing up. This is a separate character dressing up as Harley Quinn. I don't think that's. Did, needs to be did you place her, her final costume, the, the costume she chose to wear? Uh, it wasn't Carrie, was it? No. No, what was that? I, so I just thought about this today. I, I was like, I was sitting down, I'm like, oh, what kind of, like, I was worried she didn't choose a costume. I think it's Jennifer's body. Isn't it, no. isn't it Jennifer's, co- isn't it what Jennifer wears to the prom? It might, it might not be. I, I, I haven't checked to confirm because I don't want to be wrong. But my mind, I think that's where the dress is. And I want to look it up. Yeah. No, it's got the white and black stripes on that front. Um, that it definitely could be that. That that that's my that's, guess. That's actually a pretty good guess. I'm I'm more impressed with the movie if that's uh, true. Because yeah, I, I think that's what she wears at the end. I was because I knew it looked familiar. I couldn't quite place it, but I, this afternoon I was thinking about it. I'm like, I think it might be Jennifer's body. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I thought it'd be weird they they show all these ones and then have somebody like what I was thinking is why not dress up like somebody from one of the previous movies. Um, like in the second one, there's cheerleaders and stuff. And the first one, I don't, I can't remember what is, what, uh, what the, the sister wears, but you know, I feel like that, you know, they could have done one of those, but, um, yeah, I, I think it's Jennifer's body, but it's, I feel like it's the least obvious. So maybe they were kind of trying to be like, don't sue us, you know, like, I don't know. um, 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's slightly different, but it's... And look at the two pictures right now. Um, no, I think you actually might be onto something. Like, the, the design is slightly different, definitely, but it's still got the same black stripes and the white dress and everything like that, and the straps are the same, so... And her hair's, like, yeah, slicked back, might, like, and, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think that might be true. I think uh, you might be onto something there. Nailed it. Pro. <laughs> um, Sweet. But yeah, okay. Nice catch. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So we already talked about how dumb the convention was. Yeah, because we've both been to conventions, and that's that was that was just lame. Uh, it was weird because it feel it felt like it was primarily just the creeper. Like maybe it, you know maybe it's like the blob convention they have, you know, in wherever the blob was filmed, where they just kind of just celebrate the blob. But it seemed weird mm-hmm. that this the only thing they really did here was like win a contest to go into this house, um, which you mentioned is maybe the original house. Uh, so like there was that weird like cathedrally house that they showed in the beginning of the opening of the first one of, of that that sorry, that like you know that opening of that reenactment and that was kind of what we see in the first movie, um, but other than like the weird kind of basement where like the bodies are kept we don't really see much of that house, so mm. I don't know where this house came from it looked like I feel like I've seen that house in like eight different movies it wasn't that it looks like the house from like Stay Alive and shit um, so yeah that- that's actually yeah that's exactly what I was thinking <laughs> Stay Alive or. Um- was that the one where, like, if you die in the game, you die in real life? Frankie Muniz, boy. Was that Stay Alive? Yeah. That was Stay Alive? Okay, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was just like, oh, wow, that looks exactly like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, that that wasn't an element in previous movies either. Um, so that was just kind of a, a weird thing for them to be like, stay in this house and you win the contest. Um, uh, but, yeah, the convention to me just seemed kind of lame. Uh, especially, like, you know, with the the cult just kind of being part of it but not being part of it. Like, I couldn't – at first I thought the convention was all a ploy for the cult – but then it seemed like they were unrelated because all the uh, film crew got caught up in it. Uh, mm-hmm. So that, that was a little confusing for me. I, I didn't quite get what was going on. Um, yeah, because they like they, they 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 let the main cult leader do the drawing, and the main cult leader like rigged it as well so that these two people would be uh, the winners. Um, so I figured there was some connection to it. And did you get what the what was the cult's goal? Like, I, like obviously, like you know, they wanted the creeper to get them, but why them? Like. Did you? I didn't understand. Other than maybe the fact that she was pregnant, what? Yeah, this is this is what really pissed me off about the movie because they didn't really explain it any further. Um, yeah, so this movie, which I'm assuming is not really something of previous movies, I get that the creeper, you know, takes body parts to kind of build himself up, and that's his whole shtick. Um, but I think the movie was trying to say something like if the creeper gets an unborn fetus then it gives him like some power that you can't get from a regular human or something like that like it it was definitely fixated on the fetus and that's why because the cult leader was just like oh congratulations oh he doesn't know yet you don't know yet either oh that line was so bad um yeah that was so bad just everything i that that actress i'm so sorry whoever played you but Gosh, it was it was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that was it, it was definitely something. Be- she was selected because she was pregnant, um, and for some reason the creeper wants it, but they never will explain why. And then, of course, too, like the creeper um, when she does get kidnapped, um, you know, starts the knife at the belly and that sort of thing too. And during the final scene, the main actress actually starts pointing to her belly as well. So, well, but they th- never explain it. Well, because that scene where she touches the um, that shuriken, because uh, he used those in the second movie, and they've kind of become a staple, I guess, of the franchise since then. Um, but he touches that one shuriken, and there's a little dot on her finger of blood, and it looks like almost like a target symbol. Did you see that? Like it was like a, a dot in the center, and then a circle of blood around it. And she had that weird mm-hmm. psychic vision of somebody with like that on their forehead. But again, that wasn't. Yeah, what was up with the psychic visions? 
that, that, that wasn't so okay so in number one we meet a woman who is like a psychic so that's part of it and she kind of talk, tells the story of the creeper she's at the town psychic in number two there is another there's a girl who has like visions of the boy of justin long's character from the first movie and kind of like through psychic osmosis knows the story of the creeper uh in three there's somebody else who kind of has psychic visions there's also a guy who's like hunting the creeper professionally it's it's really weird um mm-hmm. so like there was always kind of an element of the franchise but this one was weird too because like it seemed like the cult leader had psychic visions but also the girl had psychic visions um and her psychic visions didn't come true all the time so i i don't know it it's been an element of the franchise but it was definitely done the worst in this movie um, yeah, it was very confusing in this one. I'm just like, what is this showing? What is the story trying to tell us? This is this is very weird. But you did see that target, though. That, 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 I wasn't imagining that, right? There was like a target on her finger when she got stabbed, and then yeah, something like that. Because like I was wondering, like, then like when she gets stabbed in the tummy, or you know, going for the the fetus, I'm assuming, which must be just beginning to gestate because she's not showing at all, mm-hmm. and like you know, um, and it seems like in the in what we see in the in the movie, she just just discovered that she's pregnant. Um, so, like, it couldn't have been much there to work with. I mean, uh, so I don't know what his plan was. Like, I don't know. Like you said, like, yeah, I feel like at one point they say you'll live forever. Uh, when they were, like, the, the cultists mentioned that. But he already kind of does. He just, like, sleeps for 23 years. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was, like, a weird thing to me. Uh, but, again, this is, like, this reboot mythology. So we don't quite know what's going on in the context of this new canon they're creating. Um, but, yeah, I, I just I couldn't get what he was doing. And I feel like they didn't make it obvious enough. Other than, like, was he going to rip it out of her? Was he going to try to, like, make a baby creeper? You know, like, is that is that how they reproduce I'm assuming, somehow? Like, maybe he, like, yeah, knows it with Yeah, I was assuming he was just going to eat it and going to give magic powers because of that or something like that because he's been eating everything else. So it's just like, why not? Well, because then there's that thing at the end where her eyes turn black for a minute. And I'm like, is she, yeah. is she infected or is she having a vision of the creeper? Because we didn't see her eyes turn black before when she got visions, right? She just, like visioned no no it was at the very very end right there so i was assuming like now she's possessed by the creeper or some shit like that but again they did not explain it very well it was probably just a last minute scenario oh shit what's something we could do at the very very end to do a scenario that's going to be very cheap oh yeah we'll just see your eyes her eyes uh, eyes black for a second okay that'll do like, yeah. bam we'll, done we'll do that and we'll just like maybe in the next movie we'll think of we'll, you know we'll wait another 10 years to release another movie and think about what that means um, mm-hmm. and we'll explain it then what you know maybe she's possessed it's be halloween four to five all over again <laughs> exactly um but yeah that was i didn't i didn't understand it. it it was weird and it was weird that she like used it to get him back because he seemed like because again like you know he usually finds a body part he wants and goes after it so they did kind of follow mm-hmm. that but he also did just kind of randomly kill some people i guess for funsies uh like that that guy he pinned to the wall the guy who worked at the uh the convention just kind of pinned him there with his two shuriken and walked away you're like oh yep all right bye bud See you later. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, Andrew, that's obviously a homage to the original Halloween where Michael takes the knife and stabs the other character against the cabinet door. Oh, you're right. And he just kind of stares over there. Obviously. Uh, gosh, fuck the high gosh. Art. I, I, didn't, I didn't know the high uh, art. I'm so, I'm so bad. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, can we also talk about how stupid the plan was at the very end to kill the creeper? Oh my God. What a dumb plan. <laughs> what a dumb plan. Uh, would you like to explain this plan? Uh, yeah, sure, absolutely. So at this point in the movie, and we're going to spoil the shit out of the movie, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, but it's a bad movie. Um, yeah, so at the very, very end, basically, at this point, uh, most of the characters have died off, and it is the main character, um, one of the other, the main male lead, the main female lead, and another side character as well, 
Um, and basically, they decide to go ahead and figure out a way to destroy the creeper. So what they do is the main female lead who is pregnant, uh, she basically is bait. Uh, what she does is she walks down out to the front yard um, and basically just kind of like sits there and goes, okay, creeper, come at me. Um, where the other two males uh, go up to the very, very top of the house, and there's a weather vane up there, and they basically say, okay, so here's what's going to happen. Creeper's going to walk on up, pick the woman up before he disembowels her or whatever. She's going to take the creeper weapons, the shurikens or whatever it is, and stab him in the eyes, and then when he's blinded, they're going to toss the weather vane onto him from three stories up, and it's going to impale him perfectly with perfect aim. That was their plan. It worked out great. I was really impressed. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, and it goes exactly like that, but the entire time, like, they don't tell the plan beforehand. It's just kind of a reveal at the end of just, like, what are they doing? Oh, that's what they're doing. Oh, that's so fucking stupid. Well, and also, that's awful. Also, that their plan was so she waited downstairs. Uh, boyfriend waited by the stairs. Red uh, redneck guy and film guy went upstairs to get the creeper's attention. One of them died. Their plan was to run downstairs, hide, so the creeper lost sight of them. So then he'd see the girl, chase the girl outside. Then the surviving guy and the boyfriend run up the stairs, up three three flights, get up there, climb out onto the roof, get on top of the ceiling. Pick, rip that thing off off the top, which they hadn't tried before. So this is just you know, all, hey, mm-hmm. maybe what if it's bolted on there? Fuck. Um, yeah, and then and they struggled. Toss it, yeah, and then just like drop it down and hope he hasn't moved, killed her, or just fucking step back under the awning. Like it's it's not even like like where she where he first approaches her and picks her up. She is they are still under cover of like the balconies of the house, so it would not have worked. Like she had to get the things out from her back, run back, and then have like crazy aim and throw both of those shuriken into both of his eyes. Uh, Mm -hmm. Insane. Which they did establish he was, she was very good at aiming. So that is something that happened before in the movie, but still it was just like, why risk it on that? Well, it was established out of nowhere. It's like, Oh, by the way, she's good at this. You're like, Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. No, they don't say why it was established, but it was established just like, Oh, Hey, she's naturally good at this. Okay, cool. Well, see, I thought they were like implying that again, like with her weird psychic vision, she has some connection to the creeper. Cause some, you know, it's, some characters have a psychic-y thing. The ones who do usually have some kind of like weird, not relationship with the creeper, but something's going on with them. Um, so I just assumed that it was like some power she had by, you know, using his little shuriken things. Um, and there, you know, is imbued with her. Uh, but it, it's just, it just comes off as really dumb. Um, mm. And did you, the seed, like the editing of them throwing that spear is insane. Like go back, watch yeah. that scene and like slow it down. And they like, they throw it. You know, lift it up, and then it, you, they, it's clearly somebody like, you know, took a cutout image of the thing and like lifted it up with their, like, you know their little mouse and dragged it down because you can see it like jolt up and then go down, like it's it's like the most clear like somebody just took an image of something and dragged it down the screen. It's mm-hmm. hilarious, um, and I don't know why they didn't just have them these two actors just throw something, throw a prop because it looks so much better. Um, and there's not like you know it's not like you see it travel from their hands to his face. There's a cut between, so it could it could have been done easily. Um, but yeah, yeah. It looks really and that, I think this is a good time too to kind of talk about the green screen in this movie. <laughs> like this is some of the worst green screen I have ever seen in a movie ever. Like this is the room level bad. Um, and they use it all the time too. like constantly going back to green screen, going back to green screen. Um, it, it's very, very bad. Yeah. It's it. Like, yeah. I think every scene I think has a green screen, like almost, uh, like the graveyard, there's a green screen behind it. The, outside there's a green screen behind it like it, it's weird because you you would think that like some of these scenes could just be a practical them out in a field 
but for whatever reason they did, they didn't shoot it in a field they 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 shot mm-hmm. you know they made a, a crappy set when like you know there there are tons of locations they could have shot this on it's it's baffling mm-hmm. um why they did it this way um but the the other thing uh they talk about are the, those cg crows and those cg white crows those, those look terrible i don't i don't know what was going on mm-hmm. with that um and again that was something new that was that had not been in previous films him so at the end did you did his body so at the end uh so the creeper so after getting two shurikens in the eyes and after uh the the, the epic line of uh how do you like them no how do you like those peepers bitch uh which you know <laughs> yes. best be, best thing since uh fuck you lucky charms uh, great great line um uh he gets impaled through the head with a uh the, the weather vane um which Dan, do you think that would kill him? Like, just like, you know, general, from what you saw in the movie, did it seem like that would kill him? No, because I think kind of the whole thing of the Creeper is that he keeps on coming back. I mean, they say in the movie exactly, you know, he keeps on coming back. 23 days is the length of the hunt, and you basically have to survive those 23 days, which is how you survive, which is, you know, obviously very, very hard to do. Um, So I was assuming, like, the crows were taking parts of his body and then, like, reassembling him later on, um, just kind of a regeneration technique, which I believe uh, there was a scene at the very end that kind of implied that as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing about that is, uh, you know, you know, this is, I guess, technically a, sec- a different canon, but there's so much of it that seems to be coming from the movie. The movie seemed to be before it seemed to be accurate about his lore. There is literally a scene in the second movie uh, where he gets a, a spike through his head and he literally like bodies it, like takes his head off, gets a new head, keeps going. So like, oh, that's awesome. It's it's so weird that they like use that as the way to defeat him at the end of this movie when we've seen in previous movies him take that and just keep going. <laughs> so it's weird mm-hmm. that that's how they quote-unquote kill him you know put for you know for a minimal part of this movie that that's how they defeat him through a way that he has taken multiple hits through the head in the past uh and been yeah i kind of got the impression just like you can't stop him you can only delay him and you know even if you do impale him or kill him or burn him alive or something like that he'll he'll eventually take some time to come on back but he will come back that's kind of the impression i got yeah yeah It, it, it was just weird for them to use that as the final blow uh but you know, like, like I said, there, there's this teaser at the end, and he comes back. Um, yeah, and yeah, and, and so yeah. Did you take it? So you took it that the um, the crows took his body apart and kind of re- reconstructed it somewhere else, essentially. Yeah, that's kind of my impression of it. And he did come back as well at the very, very end. So, mm-hmm. and did he? I'm assuming that's confirmed. Mm-hmm. Was he different to you? Like, did he? Because he looked paler, right? At the end, he was like, because normally throughout the movie, he's like has this very like, kind of dark, like crusty looking skin. But it looked, did he had like new skin, right? He like he's like kind of pinkish at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like at the beginning of the movie, um, it, it does take a toll on him, it seems, but he, it's like there's a baseline in terms of what can happen, so. He was reborn, one might say? Yeah. Ooh. Sad. Ooh, there we go. The movie makes so much sense now. <laughs> um, it's like poetry, it rhymes. And, and this this was a new Creeper actor. Um, in the in the last ones, it was Jonathan Beck, and, like, I, I do think it, like, it's weird to think that this character, like, um... I don't know, is acted differently, but it really, it's, it's crazy how much different, uh, he appears like not, not, you know, he visually looks very different. Uh, it looks a lot cheaper, but also just like the way he's acted, it doesn't have the same kind of attitude. It's, uh, it's, you know, it, it's a, it's a, uh, a testament to Jonathan Beck's, uh, acting that I think that you can really tell since he starts off, that it's a completely different guy. 
Yeah. Um, can we also tell how terrible the Creeper looks as well? Oh, yeah. Like, this is Power Rangers villain level rubber suit. It's a bad. Yeah. Well, it, it's weird, too, because, like, there's so much cosmetics, I think, in the original Creeper, and there's so many different layers to him. Um, but in this one, it literally looks like, like, if you look at the picture of the actor who played him, it basically looks like his face. They just kind of added a couple prosthetics, too. It's like you, like, I wouldn't really be able to pick out uh, the original Creeper, the actor, from the face that's shown in the film. But in this one, you can just like, oh, that, that's him. It's, it's this guy. <laughs> a lot of this is just this guy's face. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's pretty, pretty lame. Um, so were there any kills that stood out to you? Anything that you thought was good or interesting? <laughs> uh, not really, no. Um, the brain-eating scene, I mean, it looked terrible, but it, it was just something about dragging that body around. I was just like, okay, that, that's kind of interesting. Hmm. Um, honestly, the, the big scene that stuck out to me was the death of the truck. Okay. Like, I was messaging you throughout this movie, and I was just like, this is a terrible movie. This is a really, really, really bad movie. And then I was just like, okay, wait a second. No, I think I love this movie. Uh, the scene in which I sent that over to you was the scene where he crashed his truck into the um, power generator or, like, a supply line or something like that to the horror convention, which makes all of the lights go out. Um, but the best part is, so he rams it into it. The the entire structure just erupts in flames. <laughs> he walks out of his truck, and we have an action movie shot of the creeper walking away from an explosion. And I'm just like, this is the best i fucking love this yeah. uh so the movie was worth it for that particular scene alone mm. um but other than that uh no not really how about you yeah no i'm the same i feel like not like you know because like if you think about the kills let's see we had um we had them killing the gays in the first in the, you know that first guy who just gets kind of killed off screen okay no, no no i got a question about that one yeah who was that guy that was <laughs> like her friend that was the the main girl's friend that's all the context we're getting. That's, that's the only context we get, and we get that he has to pee, and that he is gay. That, that that's all we know about him. <laughs> that's literally he's he's introduced. We they they uh, label him as they they basically like he acts you know as a as a perceived <clears throat> gay character in in cinema essentially. Oh yeah, that no, was very sexy. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I think they even say something, and then he says he has to go pee. He's on an abandoned fucking road, but he decides to walk off into the woods in case anybody sees him. Uh, with his fancy car, <laughs> and then he just gets killed. Yeah, and then, like, when that character was introduced, I thought, like, ooh, is there going to be some sort of love triangle? Like, is the main actress sleeping with this guy technically? Um, even when the main character is going to propose or something like that? But no, they kind of nip that in the bud very, very quickly. They were just like, oh, yeah, they, they made him flaming homosexual in this movie. <laughs> so it's just like, okay, all right, what? what's the purpose of this character then? Well, okay, just a quick kill at the very beginning. Well, yeah, it's like, what the, like, what the fuck, like, it was so, it was so weird they did that, because, like, why not just kill a town person, why not, like, it's, like, what's, it's it just, in like, well, yeah, why not have him, you know, survive a bit more, make, give us a character to care about, you know, if you're gonna kill him, fine, but, like, at least make him a character, but it's literally, like, hi, how, and it's weird, too, because he calls her, and, like, he calls her, and then he's, like, oh, I gotta go, I have to go pee, like, five seconds later, he's, like, why the fuck do you call her, like, what? <laughs> he calls her, he's, like, hey, how's it going, I gotta go, I have to go pee, bye, and you're, like, Oh, <laughs> I guess just to establish that you two knew each other. I don't know. Um, and then they never question like, where's this guy? What happened to him? Uh, that's weird. Um, yeah. That like, cause the, so there's, there's his death and then we get the death of the carny. Mm-hmm. And then I think we just get the death of that kit, that film guy that the, uh, the cultists like lead the, uh, creeper to kill him in the, um, 
in the graveyard. Then we get the death of the girl. We get the death of the cameraman. And the plaid guy falls off the, the roof. I think those are all the only deaths we got, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so, too. Which, again, it's weird that we don't get the cultists being more active or, like, coming up or saying anything. It's just kind of like they set this up and then just disappear. Um, mm-hmm. I was waiting for some twist that the cultists were, like, the police or something at the end. Um, and they were, like, push, you know, push her back towards the creeper and be like, use her or, you know, whatever, something like that. Um, but yeah, they, they, no, yeah, nothing would happen with them. Um, but yeah, so I guess there were, yeah, like, like you said, I think the only really stand out was maybe the scene with the, uh, the YouTuber girl or the influencer girl. Uh, but the brain eating scene. Yeah. Yeah. And her death was weird too. Cause like she was just kind of sitting there when the people walked up to her and then she turns around and he axes her in the back of the head. Like, yeah, it was very sudden. It was just like, and not in a good way. It was just like, I, I, I actually took a, like, did a double take. I was just like, wait a second, when did that happen? Oh, okay. All right, that was quick. Well, and then the camera guy, like, so camera guy and plaid guy go upstairs. Creeper, like, you know, punches plaid guy, but then decides to, like, run camera guy through with a spear. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, proceeds to brawl, like, fisticuffs with uh, plaid guy until plaid guy, like, Throws breaks a um a uh, record player over the back of his uh, over his back and runs away. <laughs> You're like wow, mm-hmm. um and and that's the thing too. It's so that there is a there's a great like I don't know if it's a classic version, but a classic sounding version of Creepers Creepers in the other movies. And they use some weird like cover of it in this. And I'm you know the first one's a cover too, but it just sounds more modern. And it just sounds bad. It's like it's it's, it's like a great like uh cue for the for this movie because the, the the just the song creepers creepers sounds so fucking bad in this movie <laughs> um while the first one yeah. is kind of creepy and haunting um yeah was that a thing like did he listen to music a lot while he was doing his kills or something like that yeah like, well you see um you you hear on the radio on point in the first movie and at the end of the movie you see him like in his in his, he has like a little workshop area and he's like playing it as, as he's like kind of doing his thing as he's like yeah kind of kind of insidious vibes of just like um yeah him in the tulips through the window that sort of thing yeah um that that i was assuming it was going to be something similar to that it, it, okay. it is very much like that and it, it's it's creepy and effective i think in the first movie um okay and in this movie it just it just fell flat um mm-hmm. it didn't but i did like the scene too where like the, the entire thing was smashed uh, the, the record player was smashed and he just kind of looks at it and he's just like oh no my music well i, I guess you're right then yeah they must be implying that that's his house then if because he's like constantly turning he plays it like multiple times doesn't he he's like oh, let, me, let me play this again or maybe he just really really likes the music that you know that's true yeah he's just, he takes it with him along with his vanity license like, hey there's a lot of stuff you can fit in that truck and every, time, every time he crawls out of the ground well, we never see the truck in this movie so i guess in this movie the truck's not canon the truck is a creation of the uh of the um, book. No, actually, no, we do see the truck. I apologize. Never mind. I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, we do see the truck. We don't see it doing anything. At the beginning, yeah, but where do we... Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He crashes yeah, it and stop. explodes. And then yeah, it crashes it, yep. That's that's how we know this isn't a good movie, because Cooper never abandoned his truck. His truck is his best friend. Um, <laughs> the, the, you know, the, and the truck is a Swiss Army knife. Uh, it's insane. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else worth saying about this movie. Um yeah, honestly, not. It's a bad movie. Um, I, I would say there's definitely some merit in terms of, yeah, rent it, watch it with friends, you know, as a good Halloween, sort of making fun of it. I, I, I could see that being a fun movie. Like, I think this would be really fun to just watch with you and a group of friends and just kind of laugh and be, you know, make fun of it the whole time. But other than that, yeah, I don't think there's much else to talk about this movie honestly yeah well i feel like this is one of those series um where kind of like with like the raccoon city welcome to raccoon city movie where like i i like my, my my gut is like this is a bad movie don't watch it don't rent it but then part of me is like but maybe like support it so we get another one that maybe is better 
but th- but I think that's just you know it's that it's that cycle of like you know like going back to your like abusive ex where you're like it's it's okay this time it'll be good this time this time you'll you'll do a good job and we'll be you know we'll be good uh, any of that kind of Stockholm syndrome. Andrew, Andrew, you're in you're in an abusive relationship with horror movies. This is an intervention. <laughs> We're all here to support you. <laughs> but like, you know, like, yeah, no, I get it definitely. I, I I definitely I think I like this better than Resident Evil though, just because oh, Resident Evil was just so dull. I'd, but this one, I. I'd, I I cannot disagree with you. I, more. I, I I had a lot more fun with this movie in terms of just like making fun of it, just saying, "Oh God, how could this? How much worse can this be?" Whereas Resident Evil was just kind of dumb. The only thing that kind of stood out to me about the Resident Evil movie was just um, how how badly they fucked up Leon's character. But other than that, I don't know. I, I can't remember too much from that movie. Resident Evil, I felt like they were honestly trying. This this did not feel like they're trying. This like. This felt like they're. I will give you that. Yeah, it felt to me like they're trying to keep the rights for this movie. Like you know, you know when they release like you know like uh, Hellraiser, uh, Judgment, or, or uh, uh, Hellraiser, Judgment. Judgment was okay. What was the one before Judgment? Um, it was. I almost want to say it's like Reborn again, but it wasn't. It was like Origins or Revelation. Revelations. That was one where they just they just did it because they wanted to, you know they need to make a movie to keep the license. And it was, it's like a uh, Fantastic Four time to thing, like in the movie uh, in the nineties when they made that Fantastic Four. Movie. Yeah, exactly. It, uh-huh. Like this felt like that, but it's weird because they just got the rights to it, so it's not like it's like you made this shitty movie that feels like you're just trying to keep the license, but like you just got it. So why are you why aren't you trying harder? Um, uh, I, you know, it, it, that that's what just kind of baffles me. It, it feels like you know like. You finally got away from Victor Selva. Like, that's what everybody wanted. You know, people were excited for it. People were like, yes, we can finally, you know, do it again. You know, reboot it to, you know, maybe get his name out of there. And then they just, like, drop the ball. Like, this this, mm-hmm. this hard. And I don't even think it knows its own canon. Because, um, you know, like, like I said, that the opening, there's that opening sequence, which is, you know, the, the real life, the Unsolved Mysteries version of um, the events that the third first movie's based off of. But then when they go into the um, the house of the creeper and there's that, like, altar to him, which I didn't understand what the deal with the altar was. It filled up with blood. I guess he hung the bodies up in the ceiling. The blood fell into the thing. And I totally forgot about the altar. What, what, did, did you get what that was? I totally forgot about it. I have no idea. Because <laughs> there's like the voodoo doll there. But um, the voodoo doll with the yellow shirt, that's supposed to be um, the boy from the first movie. The guy, the main character from the first movie. Or one of the main characters from the first oh, really? movie. Oh, really? Okay. So, so now I'm like, wait. So is were the events of the first movie canon? Because that's... that. That voodoo doll that like they you know they had the voodoo doll of the girl as well from this movie that that's that's the boy that's Denny or whatever his name is so mm-hmm. how does if the movies were dramatizations that weren't true how is that doll there I I don't because it because it hasn't been twenty three years since that movie well actually I guess it almost is wow damn because two thousand one yeah well, if that movie if it was set in twenty twenty four I guess it'd be twenty three years. Um, uh, but um, oh shit! That's now that that's crazy. Actually, um, Andrew's having an existential crisis. I, I really am because now I'm just thinking, why don't you just wait till 2024 and release a good movie? Uh, <laughs> 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 um, wow! Oh god! Uh, but yeah, so that, that that just baffled me. Um, but yeah, I also completely forgot about the cult thing until that moment because uh, it wasn't significant or the uh, the altar scene. Um, but yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. Other than that, that made no sense to me, and I'm confused. Um, mm-hmm. Would you want to see a, a sequel to this? Like, would you want this to continue? How do you think? If you were to have this movie continue, Dan, how would it continue? Um, what would you like to see? What would yeah. you like to learn about the creeper? Um, 
honestly, like, I, I think it's a pretty good mythos on its own in terms of, yeah, this is Hunter comes around and it uses body parts to kind of reinvigorate itself and rebuild itself. I think that's really, really cool. I'd like to see more of that element back and forth, like where you were talking about the head getting cut off and then he just reattaches a new head. That sounds fucking awesome. Like, I really do want to see the first two movies now. Um but in terms of the mythos right here, like, I, I, I don't feel none of the characters were very interesting. I don't want to continue their plot line. I definitely don't want to continue a possession plot line. If there is a sequel to this movie, and you can quote me on this one, they are going to go the Halloween 5 route of just completely ignoring that and just moving on to the next thing. <laughs> probably with a new cast, new creeper, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I really don't see how they can go from here because I'm not too familiar with, like, the setting of creeper movies besides just rural backcountry roads Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe like maybe like a whole bunch of like self-sufficient country boys and girls um defending their property or something like that being holed up and they own like way too many guns and that sort of (laughs) thing that's the only thing i can think of yeah that'd be pretty sick actually i think it'd be so so like like you mentioned like like, uh you know all these do take place in the country it'll be interesting to kind of maybe change the scenery a little bit like maybe go to like a small suburban town like have gentrification Mm -hmm. or like urban sprawl kind of you know oh, the gentrification angle could be an interesting yeah like have that kind of you know because just him completely wrecking havoc because that's the other thing too i know about the creeper is just you, nothing can stop him it's 23 days and you basically just have to survive those 23 days um mm-hmm. you have to be you know hold up as much as possible or just try and figure it out um so a little bit more different environment that would be fun because there was that quote earlier from the movie where it's just like oh let's go outside no we can't go outside he'll it will be easier prey out there and i was just like really you think so? Right. Not not in the house where he's currently stalking you. Okay. Well, actually, that reminds me. Did he did he fly in this movie? Yes, he did. Okay. When he kidnapped uh, the lead actress oh, yes. for the very first yes, time. Yes, you're right. Okay, I was gonna say yeah, say yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, see, I forget so much about this movie already. <laughs> um, does he fly in the original? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Uh, it's it, okay, it's, it's like a surprise the first time, but um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I think that'd be that'd be interesting. And because well, so and the, and the thing the way to describe it too is the the first two movies. Um, the third movie takes place between the first two, and just said the, the the second one ends with a kind of an ending ish that could set up a mo- a sequel from that point. That if maybe this was trying to be those that twenty whatever years later, but they don't really address it because it leaves mm-hmm. off in a certain place with like a certain thing happening. Okay, and everybody, I guess I don't want to spoil the ending for you. So there's definitely a place they could have gone and where you could have seen a continuation from. So I almost kind of wish they they'd just go back to that. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it implies that the time jump that, you know, the 23 years would have to occur. But we're at that point in time now where that can occur. Um, and I think there, that would be a good way to uh, to go from, I think, like, you know. And again, I think that would be a good way to show, like, you know, show a significant change. Because in, in this movie, like, if this is a 23 year, three years later, the area they're in seems roughly the same. It would be cool if they have, like, modernization occur and, like, you know, Urban Sprawl, maybe he, like, wakes up or, you know, comes out of his thing. But it's, like, this huge, like, I don't know, this, like, urban community. Or maybe they're, like, put, like, a fucking big mall there i don't know you know something like you know something that kind of makes and you can have some maybe fish out of waterness but not like not in a goofy way but just kind of like him kind of having to adapt like that'd be interesting um mm-hmm. i don't know yeah i guess i could say that kind of the gentrification angle or just kind of moving on along there um I definitely like as they continue if they do continue with the series uh we need to have it in a different director and a different everything honestly give it a higher budget give it a different director um kind of move on in from there because this just there was there was nothing competent about this movie honestly yeah no it was 
it it felt like a big a big loss. Um, so and you know I'm, I'm trying to think now. How would you compare this to the burning? Uh, you know, I, I like to, to comp. What we've I like done. this better than burning. Really, I I I was more entertained in this one than the burning. Um, like I said, there, there were there were elements of this movie I just. I enjoyed because they were so bad and it was fun to watch this movie just because it was such a train wreck. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I, I, I'll be honest. I, the only time I was really bored watching this movie was during the third act when the cat and mouse game went on a little bit too long, but I was interested just to see how bad they could do this and you know what the, what they can go from here. Um, so I was entertained watching this movie definitely, but I, it was, it was not a good movie. I would say this is like, whereas the burning was just a lot of, yeah, I, I was just bored by the burning, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, what I will say, too, but that we get to its benefit is it was very short. It, was, it, went, it went by fast. Yes. It was like, oop, it's over. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, that, that, that thing I'll give it is it, it – for all the weird elements they had in it, they somehow still kept it pretty short. Uh, which yes. was it did go by very fast. That was to its advantage. Um, but, yeah, um, I don't know. Do you have any final, final thoughts on it? Any – uh, not particularly, no. I am very interested in going back and seeing the first two, so I might do that this weekend. Um, Couldn't recommend it enough. It's it, And they're, like, fun. They're, like, creepy. Like the first one's kind of creepy. The second one's just, like, a fun movie. Um, you know, it, it gotcha. doesn't steal. Alien to Aliens, guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right, cool. Um, oh, and though, uh, one thing I did want to toss out as well, um, not related to, to this, uh, kind of moving on from that, um, I recently watched another horror movie I watched um, was The Night House. Have you seen that yet? I haven't even heard of it. What is it? It's on. Um, I don't want to spoil anything about it because I thought it was really good. Um, it, it's, a, it's a really great atmosphere. Um, uh, but basically, so the plot is that it's basically about this uh, woman whose husband passes away, and she's in this house that he kind of built. He's an architect, and she starts to like kind of some things start happening after you know as she kind of you know mourns him and goes through some of his things. Um, mm. It's it's great. It's creepy. It's atmospheric, and it's actually the reason I looked it up is because it's directed by the same guy who did the new Hellraiser movie. So I want uh, I wanted I to kind of learn a little bit more about him. Um, he did something else too. I forget what. Maybe the, the writer did. I can't remember. Um, but it, I, it's on uh, HBO Max right now. Um, mm-hmm. Couldn't recommend it enough. Great, great movie. Great experience. Like atmospheric and just like I I never really felt that scared, but it was just the atmosphere of it. Like it's not like a like a it's more of a thriller, I guess, than a horror movie. I don't know how to describe it, but it, it's great. Mm-hmm. It, it gives me a lot oh, a lot shit, of hope this- for the next one. Yeah, no, this guy also directed the uh, Amateur Night segment of uh, the, the original VHS. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay, I'm interested. Alan, the Ritual as well, which we've talked about before. Yeah, and I think um, okay. they also did that sequel, not the sequel to Ritual, but the one that, another Robert Neville book, uh, What You can't, you Won't Get Out Alive, was like another one. Um, so okay. yeah, that, that it's, I, I thought it was awesome. I'd, I'd definitely recommend it. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I'll definitely check that out. I've liked uh, the other movies he's done. I love Amateur Night. I really like The Ritual. So, yeah, I'll, I'll check this one out. Cool, 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 cool. Um, another horror movie news. Um, Smile is actually getting decent reviews. Right? Um, not great reviews, but decent reviews. People are kind of comparing it to, um, like, Insidious level or maybe even Drag Me to Hell level, um, although that one was a little bit more fun <laughs> horror movie than anything else. Um but yeah, no, I've been hearing decent things about that, so I might check that out when it goes eventually to DVD or rental or whatever, to, or whatever we're calling it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was just I was um, upset that one of the scares was spoiled for me in the trailer because they played that trailer for every single movie I saw for the past like six months. Right? Wait, is um, it the car scene? The car yeah, scene. Yeah, that, that, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that, that that's that's what, that's the only part that made me interested. But yeah, I'm, I'm hearing so many yeah. good reviews about it, which I was very surprised by. 
Yeah, same here. I was not expecting much at all, but um, yeah, people are saying that's that. Um, other than that horror movie news, uh, we do have a couple episodes coming on up. So this weekend, we are both going to watch the Hellraiser movie. Hopefully, we'll go ahead and record that for next week. Um, and then beyond that, we, of course, you know, Evil Dies Tonight's uh, Halloween <laughs> ends, which uh, in which Evil dies several years later, apparently. So we'll see if that closes out the trilogy on a high note or it continues its slow descent from Halloween Kills. And then uh, we do have a surprise at the very end as well, right before Halloween night. Uh, Andrew. Have you picked out your Halloween costume yet? Uh, no, we, we have not. We, we've been talking about it. We might actually. Um, we're talking about maybe going to there's like some like uh, circus thing, like you know, like a an old like not cabinet of curiosities. What, what do you call those old like exploitation circuses that they had back in the day? Uh, I don't want to say freak. Show, yeah, like, like a freak show, like freak uh-huh. showish thing, but you know, not an actual freak show, like an, an intrigue thing that that's going on in Boston that. Uh, Lindsay and I might go check out um, instead. Uh, Sounds very Vincent price Yeah, it, it, it's a, uh-huh. we just saw that. So we're going to do that and not do costumes. I, I was going to actually push for Bob's Burgers because um, it's easy. And we yes. usually try to work out uh-huh. in our Halloween costumes <laughs> for like our Halloween CrossFit workout. Uh, so uh, that's very right. You did Ash and that one year. So. Yeah. How about, how about yourself? Yeah. Oh, wait, actually, you, you, yeah, you have uh, decided, don't you? Uh, yes, we've got ours decided. We've got ours bought. I still have to try mine on, actually. What? I have it sitting in my closet right now. Um, have you ever seen Over the Garden Wall? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing um, Greg and Wirt from Over the Garden Wall. So I'm excited about that. Um, that's a good series. Um, and it's also very good for children as well. It's for Cal- It was on Cartoon Network. Um, it's currently on Hulu, I believe. Yeah. But if you are interested in kind of a whimsical, Halloween, spooky-themed cartoon that's... Um, it has like 10 episodes, but each episode's like 10 minutes long. So it'll only take like you like an hour and a half to watch the whole thing. But it is it is very good. Mm. Um, look, got a lot of big name actors, uh, voice actors and actresses in there too. Um, so, um, Elijah Wood plays one of the main characters and that sort of thing. Christopher, um, Lloyd is in there. Gosh, I don't remember who else, but th- there's so many, uh, uh, Tim Curry, Tim Curry's in there too. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's, it's very good. So yeah, I definitely yeah. recommend it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's that. Uh, I'm also going to go ahead and uh, we have a live showing of Evil Dead the Musical that we're going to go ahead and see in a couple of weeks. So I'll go ahead and get my thoughts on that as well. Yeah, boy. I'm like you. I know the soundtrack. I can, you know, sing most of the songs, but I've never seen a live performance. So I'm very excited for that. Um, I think we may have talked about this during the last episode as well. Um, but Evil Dead the Musical. So there's the regular seating there's the premium seating and then there's the splash zone and the splash zone was the uh, most expensive seats and i'm just like all right that makes sense that's great Wait, he says the cheapest oh no, no i'm sorry yeah the cheapest that was a reverse of it yeah the splash <laughs> zone were the was the cheapest because i remember i was looking on in i was just like oh these premium seats and these regular seats are pretty expensive oh wait splash zone super super cheap why would that have be oh gosh wouldn't everyone want to say this splash zone? Okay, right? So, uh, but they're giving us ponchos, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, are, are they, are they especially um, Evil Dead ponchos? Uh, no, I think they're just regular ponchos. This is a local theater troupe in my city. Um, and unfortunately, this is going to be the last show they ever put on. Uh, they're doing the Evil Dead musical run throughout the month of October. And then they're basically shutting down their entire troupe, which uh-huh. is a shame. But Because uh, they did Rocky Horror last year. Um, we didn't go there because tickets were outrageously expensive. <laughs> but that was pretty fun. Um, we, we, we found out about it super, super late and tickets were like over a hundred dollars and we're just like, yeah, no, we're good <laughs> for a, for a small community production. Now we're good. Yeah. Uh, but it's pretty cool too. Cause like it's sets and there's a park, um, actually right by my crowd, my God place. Um, but it is a open air barn. Um, and that's where the performance is going to be held. So oh, awesome. I'm excited for the venue. It's kind of in the middle of the woods, 
Um, yeah, an open-era bard, so I'm very excited about that. Sick, man. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah. Any final thoughts on Jeepers Creepers Are Born or any other horror movie news? Are we ready to close it out? No, I think that's all I got. Like, you know, like you said, if you haven't seen the first two, highly recommend. Even the third one, after seeing this, you know, not, not the worst thing on earth. Uh, so, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I cannot recommend the first two enough. They're, they're great. All right, sounds good. I'll go ahead and check this out. I'll add this to my list right now, and uh, I will continue to watch it. Anyway, uh, thank you so much to our opening band. That is Teddy's Atlas with the uh, song Horror Movie Story. You can get that out the album Children of the Corn. They are good, good Canadian boys. Keep an eye out. Uh, we're going to hopefully release an episode every week coming on in. Uh, schedule might be a little bit iffy just based on release dates for these particular movies and when we have the availability to record. But uh, keep us. We're on active on Instagram and Facebook, so you can follow us. We'll go ahead and post new episodes as well. Or you could just, you know, follow our RSS feed and, you know, be updated when a new episode comes on up. But uh, we've got good, some good stuff coming for you for Reboot Wing. <laughs> anyway, that's all we got for today. Stay groovy. Bye.